Let Eurovision Queens begin! Welcome to Eurovision Queens and this special episode which is a preview of the Melody Festival in 2023 final. I'm Andy and I'm Ryan. Hello. So let's get on with it. You want to get straight into it? Gosh. Well, do not, we not? Not I much think... of an intro there. <laughs> wow. Okay, apparently we're getting straight into it. I have a very exciting spreadsheet that I've created. I have seen your spreadsheet. It's yeah. got lots of numbers in it. Well, it hasn't yet, actually. It's quite empty. Well, there's lots of colours, should I say. (laughs) Yeah, just to explain what we're going to do, we're going to run through ten songs in total. Yep. And that includes the eight finalists. And we've chosen from the semi-final pool two songs that we think should go to the final. We've chosen one song each. Because we are recording this the day after... Heat 4. Heat 4. So we finally got our final songs, but we, we don't know how many of the semi... Which of the semi-finals are going to go through. Exactly. But we've got but our... But we wanted to our, talk... Yeah. We wanted to just talk about it anyway. Yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah. Can't stop us. Oh, God, yeah. It's our podcast, not yours. <laughs> <laughs> so, I said podcast there. Podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's our podcast, not yours. <laughs> 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 it's our podcast, not yours, so we can do what we like. Mm-hmm. So, if we cared about the two acts that went to the semi-final from Heat 1, we might be playing Elov and Benny with Lag and Gore, or Victor Kroner with Diamonds. But no, we don't care about them. We don't think they're going to make the final. They're not good enough. So we're going to go straight to our first song, which was a direct to the final, and I think it's one of the very first songs, if not the first song we saw this year. Mm. And that is Tona Sicalius with Rhythm of My Show. OK, 
Okay, so that was Tonus Achilles with Rhythm of My Show. Now, I said just before that it was direct to final. I mean, it wasn't officially, formally direct to final because it got lots of votes. It was second on the night, wasn't it? And the one that actually went direct to final was John Henrik Falgren. Well, yeah, it's a, it's a bit tricky because they both went direct to final. Yeah. But the, the way the format of the show works is everyone performs, you get five minutes to vote and then one person qualifies and goes straight through and then they reopen the phone lines and then they have like a proper mini Eurovision and then they take all the scores from different age groups Mm. and then the top one also then goes straight through to the final and the the whatever comes in second and third place qualifies for the semi-final or the second chance final yeah. or whatever they call it yeah so she was the second one to qualify yeah so <laughs> so for <laughs> for her being my are you fa- still with us <laughs> i know right but for her being my favorite in that first episode yeah it was a bit of squeaky bum time wondering if she would actually qualify or not because i thought she should have gone straight through straight through yeah but when it came to it she actually had the highest non-direct to the final votes oh yeah so she had fact all the 12s bar one which was a 10 really so she was like absolutely away with it she that was the almost the strongest she could have been getting through bar two points nice yeah so what do we think of rhythm of my show i really like it I really like it, and yeah, it's... I mean, it's got a little bit of a slow-mo vibe to it, hasn't it? It has, yeah. And a little bit of Fuego as well, I would say. Fuego! (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah, but it's like... I mean, I I really enjoyed her last year when she performed at Melfest. What was the song called? uh, My Way? Yeah. But it was a little bit more theatre kid, sort of. Okay. A little bit more like someone from Glee. And I was hearing that she's much more confident in herself and, and, and who she is now. Mm. And that is brilliant. And that comes through in the confidence of the performance. Absolutely. I mean, so she was at Melfest in 2022. Mm. And that was her first one, I believe. So, yeah. So she would have obviously been a bit nervous to put herself out there on, on that stage. Mm. But she didn't qualify direct to the finals, I don't think, last time. But she got to the finals. Through the semi-finals. Through the semis. Ah, I didn't so, know that. Good so, fact yeah. from you i know (laughs) (laughs) okay so the way the scoring is going to work today is that we're going to give 12 10 8 and then 7 6 5 4 3 2 1 no nines or 11s because it's weird um the reason why we're doing this is because when we did melody grand prix for norway someone tweeted us and said why aren't you doing 12 yeah it broke their brain it did (laughs) i don't blame them but we're not doing it that we've only got one 12 no, we can or score... Or one ten. I could score all of them 12 if I wanted to. I'm not going to. No, good. <laughs> so, what are you going to give to Tona Sicalius? Well, just because I need to give myself somewhere to go... Oh, yeah. I'm giving this a 10. Same. So, <laughs> 10 each. So, Tona Sicalius, rhythm of my show, starts the show off very strongly. Very strongly. With 20 points out of the gate. So, now we move on to John Henrik Falgren, Ark North, featuring Adam Woods with the song... Where You Are, and then something Yeah, else. and in brackets, it's got Savazan, which means savage, apparently. Where You Are, yeah. savage. Honestly, can you have a less complicated song title and a less complicated artist name? I'm fed up for saying it. But this qualified direct to the final, got the biggest score of the night. Um, let's hear it now. The northern 
shooting star. That was John Hendrik Falgun and lots of other people. Yeah, we're bored of naming them now. <laughs> With the song Where You Are, brackets Savitan. So, what did we think of that performance? I remember being a bit confused by it in the, on the night. Mm. And I didn't understand why it went straight through. I mean, I think it's one of those sort of uplifting, anthemic sort of trying to get people going with a sort of ethnic vibe feel and it's got the yoika which John yeah. Henrik's known for mm-hmm. um, so I get there's a sort of nice feel to it but yeah I feel it, it's a bit lacking and I think it's strange in many ways I and mean, you were saying when we were watching it that he kind of does the least but he's kind of the lead mm, person. I, I can only assume that's because he's the most famous of yeah. everybody involved. Yeah. But yeah, he doesn't seem to be doing the most. Like I think Adam Woods it should really be the featured artist. Yeah, because John Henrik's just sin- standing at the back in a big cloak, drops it, and just dances a bit. But it's kind of he does obviously he does all the yoga, but it's kind of it's a bit. But I it's think more like backing vocals. Yeah, I think the other thing is that we don't un- because we're fairly new to Melody Festival. In I think he's been there quite a few times. Oh yeah, I knew he was an artist. I knew yeah. him at least twice before, probably loads more. Yeah, but I just think it doesn't add up to more than it thinks. It is. It thinks it's a big song, and it's. It feels quite thin to me. Yeah, I think. I mean, I'm coming at it from a, a bias of. I feel like it's doing a lot of what Kino have already done a lot of before. No, and it's hard when you've got the beauty of Kino of those three. Yeah, all of them. I love them all, and they work so nicely together. Yeah, as Yeah, well. they really complement each other. Whereas this just feels like throwing a bit of Yoika in with a random DJ and what's he doing? That's, and yeah. also, I find, I don't know about you, I find it embarrassing having DJs on stage. <laughs> yeah, because you know they're not doing anything. No, you know they're not plugged fake. into yeah, anything. Exactly. And I'm yeah. like, oh, come on, it's corny. I yeah. hate it. And Adam Woods is just a bit of a slab of mutton, isn't he? He's just, you know, he's not got, much... He's got a good voice, but he's it... not really doing much with it, is no. he? No. I quite like his, um, his silver puffer. <laughs> Let's go. But he won't feel the benefit when he goes outside. No, he though. won't. Good point. <laughs> okay, I think we've kind of laid into John Henrik Falgren and and Co. But what is your score, Ryan? Surprisingly, I'm not going to be too bad on it. I'm oh. going to give it a seven. You're going to give it a seven. Seven from the Ryan jury. Yeah, I'm going to give it a six. Ooh. So that means John Henrik <laughs> Falgren, with where you are, gets thirteen points from our juries. We move. On to Heat 2 now. And we felt that Heat 2 was one of the stronger nights of this year's Melfest. Because, as you will hear, we are choosing to put both of our semi-finalists through Uh from this particular Heat. And the first one is one of my very favourites of this year's Melfest, which is Tennessee Tears with Now I Know. Nine 
And I pulled your hair and broke your china doll I had no clue What those stomach butterflies would have me do She just come back Always one one really looking for Now here I am Back knocking at your door Now I know We were kissing you Living down the road Playing hide and seek And flowers, sticks and stones Feels like yesterday But was long ago So this was Andy's choice of semi-finals that we hope go through. Yeah. Tennessee Tears with Now I Know. Yes. Now, what I love about this one, I think it feels very American. And when I found out it was actually recorded in Nashville, it made sense. And they were born out of an experience in Nashville, which is why they're called Tennessee Tears. Mm-hmm. I've been to Nashville, you know. Wow. Okay. Um, Clang. <laughs> <laughs> I just think this performance has something that a load of the other performances this year didn't have. But a lot of people, including like the Afton Blooded journalists and other people on podcasts, were saying, oh, I don't see much of this one. But this one really hit with me somehow. And I'm not really a country guy either. But there's something about it that really got me. I love the, the, the speed of it, the beat mm-hmm. and the connection that they have with the audience. It feels properly anthemic to me mm, it's got that really good thumping beat yeah that builds i mean i don't know you know more about malfest than me but are there any country songs before that you've heard of oh god off the top of my head i can't really remember but i'm sure there's probably been like a more guitar yeah. song maybe not necessarily country country but yeah, yeah. but there does seem to be there, there is always that heavy um reliance on sort of dance computer beat sort of yeah music yeah in there doesn't it yes it's it's more pop than anything else i think Melfest, isn't it but, yeah but this just felt like something different it really stood out and also he's quite good to look at as well <laughs> is that you're shaking you're your so head sh- you're shallow i am shallow <laughs> he's not got leather trousers on though well, we can only go up from there. <laughs> I'll, send, I'll send him an email yep. <laughs> or a tweet. Yeah, so what do you give now I know? Mm, I think I'll give it an eight. You're going to give it an eight. Mm-hmm. I will be giving it a ten. Ooh. So Tennessee Tears gets 18 points. <laughs> we really struggled then. <laughs> We're going to move straight on to our next entry from Heat 2. This also didn't qualify to the final, and this was a surprise. This mm. is Theos with the song Meravdig, which means more of you. I saw it outside, I felt it, and Det är något hittills du gör Din färg på dina mus De gör mig galen Baby låt oss gå dit Ingen annan går Jag kan vara den som håller dig hela natten 
vill ha mer av dig Till snabbt den har tagit slut Till singet är som förut Och oh, 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 oh. Mer av dig Det är bara vi här och nu För ingen av mig som du oh, 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 oh. Mer av dig Till snabbt den So that was Theos with Mer Avde. I think I said it wrong before. Mm-hmm. Um, and the song he had last time was Somme de Ville. What yeah. year was that? Was that last year or the year before? I think that was last year as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, last year was a crazy year. <laughs> what? Just too, just too much good stuff. Yeah. It's insane, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay, what did you think of the performance? I really enjoy that. I just think it's a slice of sunshine pop. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I mean, I love the dance routine. I mean, he looks about seven years old, but it's a, it just is a bit weird. I just think like, <laughs> he almost should have like some sort of um, escort on stage or something. Yeah. yeah, I think it's a really good performance. I think particularly that night because it was in Lynn Chirping and it was his home crowd because he comes from there. Yeah. It was really G'd up. So it was quite a surprise when it didn't go straight to the final, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, because the whole arena were, was behind him, but yeah. obviously not the whole arena was voting. Yeah, the Saab arena. I'll have you know. No, very good. <laughs> good knowledge. I think that the dancing routine behind really lifts it. Mm-hmm. It feels modern, even though it's like cheesy sunshine pop. It, yeah, it's got that fun little whistly section I love in the it whistly as well, bits. which is really nice. Yeah. But I also think his voice is really nice in Swedish. Like, yeah. I would not want his songs to ever be then sung in English no, I at think right. yeah. Eurovision. Yeah. So, yeah. And he tends to sing in, in Swedish. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I really can't see why this wouldn't get through to the final so in the semi-final you're more of an expert than me mm-hmm. do two songs go through to the final i think it's only two yeah but the way that it is is they kind of vote two off as the show goes oh, on see. i think right so yeah. it's like yeah so everyone so kind of be brutal yeah yeah yeah. And when you're not really sure what's going on because of the language barrier. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when we only understand Taximika. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to go first this time for feels. Okay. I'm going to give this a strong eight. I think I'm going to give it an eight as well. Okay. So eight points from each of us to Theos. So now we move on to the group Panatos with the song On My Way.
Okay, so that was On My Way by Panetos, as they announced it in the mm. arena. <laughs> Which gives me the feeling that they're very popular in Sweden, and it's just a, a party I've not been invited to, nor want an invite mm. to. It does feel like that, doesn't it? I just, I feel like this is well done, but not for me. Or for me. Yeah. And particularly, I'm going to say it, the white guy, honestly. <laughs> The white guy looks like he's he's always trying to keep up. He looks like a teacher who's been thrown, a substitute teacher who's been thrown at the last minute. And he... Mm. What is he doing there? He's probably a founding member and we're being terrible human beings. But. He's probably the same age as the rest of the members as well. But he looks older as well. He looks that's older. That's problem. He's, just, he's a half a step behind everybody else and he's normally in the back. And so. he's wearing orange trousers, which on any day is unforgivable. Mm. <laughs> it just... It just spoiled the vibe for me when it's really kicking to camera and stuff and it's like don't you want to sit down with a cup of cocoa anyway I think you said a good thing about it sounds like a, a football anthem yeah and I think that's the issue that we have with it yeah and because it's got a very strong chorus that you only need to hear once and, and you can it. sing along to it which is a bonus for Eurovision mm. and it was one that I had stuck in my head that night oh. but then as soon as it finished I just erased this from my brain yeah so What's your score? I'm going to give it a five. I'm going to give it a three. (laughs) (laughs) So we're giving Panatars just eight points. So up next, we've got Maria Sir with Never Give Up. And we should say this is the one that qualified straight to the final and Panatars got the votes to get through. So that was Maria Sir with Never Give Up. Thoughts? It's very Eurovision-y five, ten years ago, really, isn't it? Yeah, I guess. I think it's quite polished in the in terms of her look, uh, her outfit, her makeup, her beat. Um, <laughs> but I do think it's kind of... I sound like a really old person saying that, doesn't I? Yeah. But I, I do think it's kind of like... There's something more special about this because she's from the Ukraine and now she's in Sweden mm-hmm. and there's appreciation for her in Sweden because of that story and that journey and the confidence of her performance. Although I think the rehearsal was meant to be quite poor compared and she just delivered more on the night. But of course, it still doesn't sound as good as the recorded track. It's a bit shaky in places, that performance, Mm. I think. It's just another one for the never give up 
I know there's so many. Never giving up. <laughs> I will never give up on you. Oh, what's that? That's Lucy. I can't watch. She's all listening. arms. All old arms, lady. I sang it very badly, but then there's nothing new there. I'll never give up. I'm also going to add that this was co-written by Laurel, or Laurel, who, who did that terrible song, Sober, as part of Manifest <laughs> this year. Terrible. But, yeah, she's written loads of big Eurovision songs. In one year, she had three songs in the final of Eurovision itself. Wow. So, points for Maria Sir. Um, six? Okay, I'm going to give it a seven. Oh, okay. So that gives Maria Sir 13. Thank you for listening to Eurovision Queens. Why not come and have a conversation with us on Twitter at EuroQueensPod or if you're on Instagram, we're Eurovision Queens where we're uploading lots of very exciting reels. On both of those, there's also a link in our bio to our Spotify playlist for everything that we've played in the show so far. Back to the show. So we're going to skip over the next two songs that qualified in Heat 3. Honestly, Heat 3, people said it was the best. I thought it was so bad, Heat 3. It was terrible. Anyway. You mean we're going to skip over the semi-finals? Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Thank you for that clarification. So we won't be hearing from Melanie Weber with For The Show or Nordman that sang Slap a la Sorga, which means let go of all sorrows. So we don't think they're going to get through, quite honestly. I kind of like the Melanie one. It was a bit different. So we're going to move straight on to a song that qualified through the voting to the final. And that is Paul Ray with the song Royals. The city sleeps. It's calling for me. I come alive in the night time. That was Paul Ray with Royals. It definitely was. He kept repeating that it was Royals, Royals. Mm. <laughs> Isn't that like an odd song title and an odd sort of ambition to be Royals in this day and age? What does it mean? Maybe I'm missing the point. Yeah, that's a really good point. I never even thought of that. I was just thinking about it on quite a surface level. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, let's give us give it all right. Give us your surface interpretation. Well, royals always means to lorde to me now. Oh right, then New Zealand. Yeah, song? because yeah. she did that song royals. Yeah, but it was very much from the opposite side of it. Like right. we will never be royals. Oh okay. So you know the way that the common folk would sort of be, but this yeah. is the opposite way around, isn't it? But yeah, because yeah. royalty is a curse, obviously. Really, being royalty, mm-hmm. I think, particularly in this this day and age, but um. I don't understand the ambition, so that that message annoys me. But also, it's kind of like saying, as soon as it says we can be royals, it says we can be rebels, and it's like, well, choose <laughs> the opposites. I'm sorry. Mm. What part of the spectrum do you want? I'm going into this deep, too deep. You really are. <laughs> yeah, I think you're the first person that's ventured this far into the lyrics for this. <laughs> yeah. Also, to be surface for a moment, he's got very small eyes. <laughs> yes. Very beady, beady eyes. Yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of a bit like, it's a bit obvious. Mm-hmm. There's not enough depth there. There's no message that I can get behind. I think this is his first stab at a more upbeat song, though. Right. Because I know his song, The Missing Pieces, oh, yeah. or Peace, Peace yeah. um, which was from two years ago, yeah. I think. Was that too well? I think it went the long way around and... Got to the final. I don't know if it got to the final. Oh, right. I think it, it got You've to the semis. Twice, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so he's on the sort of the same trajectory. Yeah. But I thought this might actually... Oh, no, this did, didn't it? This qualified. Yeah. yeah so he's was. not... So, so yeah, so he fell at the semi-finals last time. Yeah. But now he's got through to the finals. So he's got one better. So, yeah, he's got one better. And yeah. I think that's built on... The people already knowing him and a bit more. And this song. is something about Malthus, isn't it? That they have a few goes of entering before they get to the next stage. Quite often, there's I feel like yeah, you have to get one under your belt. Yeah. Um, although you know, I don't think um, Cornelia Jacobs had done it before. All oh, right. So, she's, but people yeah. knew her from The Voice or something oh, like that. I see. So yeah. yeah. So what do we think of Royals then? What we're going to give Paul Ray? Oof. I think I'm going to go with a seven again because okay. it's an okay song. Right. It just doesn't really do much. I'm going to give it a five. Ooh, you're, you're, you're very much the um, Simon Cowell slash <laughs> Craig Revel Horde here, aren't you? <laughs> Craig Revel Hall was that? Craig Revel... Horwood. 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 So what did you give it? I gave it a seven. Then I gave it a five. Yeah. Okay. So Royals has a score of 12. We're now going to the song that went direct to the final straight away, and that was... Marcus and Martinez with... You're just like the ocean I got a million emotions I'm breathing on the water Your love is deeper than the weather We go higher and higher Keep flying, flying We crash and we burn We keep trying and trying We higher and higher By fire with fire We never give up As long as we got each other Can't breathe. 
Okay, so that was Marcus and Martinez with Air. I really just don't understand, other than I can see the teeny bop audience voting for this because they are meant to be attractive. (laughs) (laughs) The sort of duo that girls would vote for. Yeah, I think it's a. It feels more like a contemporary pop song that is oh, okay. a bit more of a contemporary pop song. Yeah. It doesn't feel just like a Eurovision pop song. Right. So it, it's got a bit of an edge to it, I think. Yeah. And their voices are good and they're different. Yeah. But yeah, at the same time, just the song doesn't quite do enough for me. And the chorus is a bit lackluster. Anything that's got like a dance break in it, I yeah. feel like is sort of dead space. Yeah. And honestly, I know, I can't not say it, those silver trousers really upset me because they were just so badly fitted. And it was just like, what are you doing? Mm. And it was just, I thought the costumes were so, and I've just said it, they were costumes. They didn't look like the sort of thing they would wear, even for like a stage wear. It just felt really, ugh, I just didn't like it. And I thought they looked terrible, but... I'm not a 10-year-old Swedish girl. So I don't think I'm the demographic for this. Yeah. Yeah, I just find, like, of all the songs, we've kind of been listening to the first minute or so. Yeah. And this one hasn't done nothing in its first minute. Mm. I I don't know what the song is. Yeah, there's no hook. No, I couldn't sing it. They're pretty to young girls. I haven't got anything else to say about it. Other than they won the Swedish voice, so they're really popular there. They're from Norway. Ah, okay. So the popularity is from, you know, they've got a Swedish fandom, and they're actually more popular in Sweden than they are in... Norway now and they were surprised when they were invited to perform in Melfest this year but I'm very pleased too okay yeah good facts thank you (laughs) so did I say the voice again I'm always saying the voice when I mean the masked singer they're on the Swedish the masked singer oh okay yeah so they must be really famous then for them to pop their masks off yeah exactly they must have a Swedish following for that to be the case (laughs) okay so what are you going to give Marcus and Martinez I'm going to give it an eight because I gave Royals a seven. Okay. Because I think this is better than Royals. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to give it a four. <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> I just don't remember it. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't even it. sing it back to you now. No. Something about air. So we've now moved on to the final heat. <laughs> I just want to make a quick mention of the two acts who went to the semi-final. They were Mariette with One Day and Kiana with Where Did You Go? And I think probably of those two, Kiana's got more chance than Mariette. But I really, as I've said already, we want to see Tennessee Tears and Theos take those <laughs> spaces. Okay, so the song that went to the final via the voting was... Six Feet Under by Smash Into Pieces.
So that was Six Feet Under by Smashing to Pieces. Rocket Eurovision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what do you think? Been there before. We'll be there again. Yeah. <laughs> 2006 winners, Lordy with Hard Rock Hallelujah. Yeah. Um, we've had Iceland with their S&M-based rock. <laughs> mm. uh, I feel like this one sounds quite similar to... I'm probably getting this wrong, but yeah. I think it was Middle Finger Up okay. by... I can't remember who it was by, but I think they were Finland or somewhere okay. like that. Yeah. But it's very, very similar. Yeah, it's kind of like a cross between Linkin Park and Evanescence. It's kind of not... It's Obviously, it's not my music... I've never been angry enough to like rock music. <laughs> I don't know why that's... Yeah, that's see, like... I, like, 20-year-old me would have loved this, I think. Right. But I wasn't quite that alternative, but yeah. I did... Yeah. You know, I had, like, an Evanescence album and stuff like yeah. that. But I think everyone did at that yeah, point. I think so. And, you know, the, the whole Nickelback phase and that sort of thing. Mm. It's very, very that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, see, now, I just find it corny. It's not even that it's just not for me. It feels corny to me. And that's partly because it's going through Eurovision. I know Eurovision should be every genre, and that's good. So, yeah, when I came to see a song like this, I came to a group like this, I came to feel like Grow Up. They did look a bit old to be rocking. But then <laughs> rockers never... Gro- they never stop, do they? No. The rock never dies. Yeah, but this isn't about whether rock is good or not, because obviously it's just a genre that a lot of people love. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just not for me. So, obviously, this was very popular on the night... Um, it got lots of 12s. Mm-hmm. It was clearly the one that was, was second to She Who Was Everything. <laughs> what do you think, though? What are you going to give Smash Into Pieces? I feel like because of what I've given other people, I feel like I need to give it at least an 8. So I'm going to give it an 8. Okay. So just because it's it's not for me at all, I'm going to give it a 3. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that gives Smash Into Pieces 11. Now, last but by no means least. Yeah, they knew what they were doing when they were putting the running order together, didn't they? They did. And we've been excited for so long, but also nervous for so long. Yeah. Where were we when we heard heard that Lorraine or Lorraine was going to be singing? I think it was when we were in New Zealand. Yeah. Like, I think we booked our tickets for the finale. Yeah, for Melbourne. And then we found out during our month in New Zealand about this that there was a rumour going around. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been since November. And then we're even more excited because we discovered Cassiopeia was one of the writers on it. Yeah. Who we love with I Can't Get Enough from last yeah. year. And everything just felt fell into place. And we were felt thinking, correct. And that we're going to see Laureen in the final in Stockholm at the Friends Arena in Solna. So we were just mm-hmm. like, yes, this is all working. So this is why we were very nervous, weren't we? <laughs> when we were watching yeah. Heat. So anyway. Let's hear it, shall we? Yep. This is Loreen or Loreen? Loreen? <laughs> Loreen with tattoo.
So that was Lorraine, Lorraine with Tattoo. It really was, wasn't it? Oh. Oh. <laughs> In the hamburger, as she calls it. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's such performance. It's soaring. You know when you hear a track live and then you hear the studio? I think with, with a performer of the stature of Lorene, you actually, you don't lose anything because she gives so much more in her performance and her vocals and her movement. Yes. That you, you get so much from a live performance. Absolutely, don't you? Yeah. She throws absolutely everything into it and, and then some. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd happily listen to either versions of that. Yeah. <laughs> Constantly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you have heard, you have played it a lot. Yeah, so it's only, it's been less than 24 hours and it's been on a lot. Yes. <laughs> but even before that, the snippet you played three or four times, didn't you? I played it a couple of times, yeah, yeah just to get into it. And, you know, I was like, oh, I really like this. You know, there's those nasty I, little I was, snippets that I they just, tease you with. I was so nervous because I was thinking, well, it's, it's yeah, I kind of like it like that. Ooh, mm. but I was thinking, is it enough? And it's not another euphoria, but it's it's definitely another contender to win. Mm. Not I, just Melfest, but yeah, the whole damn thing. I was nervous that, you know, can lightning strike twice? Yeah. And, you know, I don't want to be on the bandwagon just because it is Laureen, you mm. know. And I think, if anything, we all hold her to a higher standard than any other entry because it is her and yeah. because euphoria exactly. is sort of like... The Eurovision song. That everyone Still. knows. And that's not that's people who don't know Eurovision as well. You know, they mm. know that song and how brilliant it is. It, yeah, absolutely. So I, I feel like the bar was set even higher for her. And, you know, it's not to come back for just anything. Mm. And, you know, I was nervous that it wouldn't live up to that. And I feel like it pretty much absolutely smashes it to pieces almost. Yeah. So, yeah, I can see this at the finale. I can see this, like, just doing so well, yeah. you know? Yeah. It would be insane if it didn't i know and we're gonna be there if it didn't if it doesn't <laughs> or if it doesn't you'll hear us booing <laughs> yes we quite loudly <laughs> there may be another stage yeah, invasion we're only on row 10 <laughs> well that's the other thing that the stage invasion was awful oh it broke my heart because especially when she went oh it was like the fact that she had to prepare herself and start again it was just annoying but i loved the humor i saw that clip that I tweeted of her waving from under the hamburger halfway through and saying, I'm fine, you know, it's yeah. okay. This is just part of it. We'll get through it. Yeah, but at the time, you didn't, you know, we didn't know that. And it was the way the camera pulled really far out so you couldn't see. It's like, oh, I hope she's okay yeah, you don't know. Yeah, you instantly knew something was wrong. Yeah. But you also knew, like, well, we're missing out on so much. So what's going on now? Very stressful. <laughs> Hugely stressful, as we will be in Stockholm when it comes to the Melfest final in less than two weeks' time now. Yeah, and we'll have no idea what's going on in the room. No, I know. We won't understand, but hey. Just when the confetti falls, we know someone's won, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll nip off to the secret garden afterwards and dance the night away, hopefully, to Lorene singing tattoo. Yep. Having won the whole down thing. No surprises on our scores here. What do you give it, Ryan? It's going to be a 12. <laughs> yes, and it's a 12 point from me as well. Mm-hmm. So that gives Lorene 24 points. So we're going to go from fifth to first. Mm-hmm. Fifth equal, we have Jean-Henrik Falgren and all those other people, <laughs> and Maria Sur. Then in fourth, we have Theos with Nardi. Then in third, we have Tennessee Tears with Now I Know. Second, we have Ten- Tonus Achilles on 20, but the clear winner on full maximum points, <laughs> 24. <laughs> Is Lorene with tattoo? Yay! Yay!
I hope you've enjoyed spending time with us going through this year's Melfest songs. Not the strongest year, but then you say that, but then we've got the potential winner of Lorene with Tattoo mm. for the whole darn thing. If everyone gets it right. If everyone gets it right. <laughs> and if they don't, we'll be smacking some Swedish heads together. You can rely on us. Yeah. But at least we've got the international juries on the night too to count on. Mm-hmm. And I just think they'll go Lorene's way. They bloody should. Yeah, it's, better. it's got to, hasn't it? Yeah. So you'll hear from us again soon with a regular episode. This was our bonus Melfest edition. Anything else to add, Ryan? Ooh. Um, let's keep our fingers crossed that maybe we hear something about tickets soon. I know, but I'm nervous. Because <laughs> we're going to be in Norway for a week before... Eurovision, the Eurovision mm. final. So we, we've decreased our chances of getting tickets this year, but we shall be watching the semi-finals from from Oslo. Weirdly, yeah. <laughs> so if anyone's got any recommendations to yeah. where to watch the semis in Oslo, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Um, you can contact us as ever on Twitter at Euroqueens Pod, at Instagram on Eurovision Queens, and on email at EurovisionQueens at gmail And we also have that beautiful Spotify playlist that you can listen to okay yeah that's it so until next time bye goodbye you've been listening to eurovision queens if you enjoyed the episode i know that andy and ryan would love to hear from you on email twitter or instagram better still why not leave them a review on apple Podcasts so that other eurovision fans can find them 